Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is John Art, and I am here from American Dream Sports. And today, I'm going to start my first episode of um, the NFL. You know, the NBA is long over. You know, we got free agency and everything headed up, but that might be do something I do with my other friends. I'm alone again today. As you know, my friends are busy and stuff, so I'm doing this by myself and I, whenever I get the chance. So I've gotten another chance, so I'm going to record another episode. Today we're going to go through the entire NFC. We're going to go through, look at the division standings, and we're going to look at, you know, uh, each team's, uh, each division, my prediction for who's going to win the division now that the first half of the season is over, and then who I think has been the best player from each team, and then the best player in the division, and then finally the best player in the entire conference. And maybe we'll do the best player in the league. We will see. But, so, we'll start in the NFC North. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, off to a nice 5-2 and two start. Um, had two tough losses this year. A couple of good wins. Uh, a couple of good wins this season, but they have... I mean, they they defeated the Saints this year. They beat the Vikings earlier this year. They beat the Lions. Um, but they took an L to the Buccaneers, and they took an L to the Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook had an absolutely amazing game. Obviously, one of the best games Dalvin Cook has played in his entire life. But, you know, every player's got that, got that going for him. Um... The Packers looked flat on defense in terms of uh, uh, stopping the run, which has been a huge issue for them lately. But um, the trade deadline coming up, I'm hoping they will take care of that. I'm hoping they'll go out and get a, a defensive tackle or go out and get a defensive tackle or um, something else like that and then get another receiver. So the Packers sit at 5-2. and two. They're tied with the Chicago Bears, who lost in heartbreaking fashion. Uh, in overtime, the New Orleans Saints. So the Packers are still ahead of that division at four and or at um, excuse me, uh, five and two. And then you have the Detroit Lions that sit at three and four. And the Minnesota Vikings at 2-5. and five. The Green Bay Packers' best player this season has been Aaron Rodgers. Without a doubt, uh, Devontae Adams has been injured this year. Aaron Jones has been injured this year. Darnell Savage has been hurt this year. Um, I would say the runner-up for the Green Bay Packers is Aaron Jones, but he's missed a couple of the games the last couple weeks. I would say he is the runner-up for best player on the team, him or Zadarius Smith. Uh, for the Chicago Bears, the best player on their team has been Allen Robinson. It's him or Khalil Mack. Uh, Allen Robinson, so far this year, is having a phenomenal year. Uh, he's on pace for uh, another amazing season. So we are hoping, as an NFL fan, I may be a Packer fan, but, you know, this so far this season he's had 50 catches, 631 yards, and three touchdowns. We are halfway through the season, so that means his projection would be 100 catches, 1,262 yards, and six touchdowns, which, you know, that would probably earn him a Pro Bowl spot. So, he is the best player for them right now. Uh, the best player for the Detroit Lions has been Matthew Stafford. Um, 
Kenny Galladay has been in and out of the lineup this season. The running backs have kind of been iffy this year. Um, and Matt Ryan, uh, not Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford has been about their only bright spot. I mean, they've had some nice, nice pieces on the defense, or nice plays on the defensive side, but I think that Matthew Stafford is their best player. And Minnesota Vikings, the best player in the Minnesota Vikings, has been Delvin Cook. Dude has only played five and a half game, about, what, like five, five and a half games this season. Uh, and he is... You know, by far the best player on their team. You know, I would say the runner-up is Adam uh, Harrison Smith, but Dalvin Cook has been carrying them offensively. He is their offense right now, especially if they're his monster performance against uh, Green Bay. And so we have your finalists for the NFC North: Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Allen Robinson, and Dalvin Cook. And your winner. Is Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I say Aaron Rodgers has been the best player because he hasn't missed any games. Um, I would say the runner-up is Delvin Cook, but Rodgers hasn't missed any games this season, so I think he's the best player in the division and everything else like that. So, um, I I think if Delvin Cook was healthy this year, I think you could give him more of a shot of it. But I'm I'm confident in my pick with Rodgers. Uh, now we're gonna move on to the. NFC South. That means the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, New Orleans Saints, Carolina Panthers, and um, Atlanta Falcons. So we are going to look at that division next. This division, you have the New Orleans Saints at 5-2 and two atop the division, tied with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 5-2 and two as well. The Panthers are 3-5, and five, and the Falcons are 2-6. and six. Uh, I just do want to clarify the pack. I do believe the Packers are the best team in that division. I don't believe in the Bears offense. Um, so now you have the Saints, the Buccaneers, the Panthers, and the Falcons. We'll start with the Saints. The Saints' best player has been Drew Brees. Um, I think if you have a top-tier quarterback, that's probably going to be the best player on your team. And I don't think the Saints are any different. Marshawn Lattimore has missed some games. Um, Malcolm Jenkins has been pretty solid, but I don't think he's been too terribly great. Um, actually, I take that back. Alvin Kamara is the best player on the Saints. Alvin Kamara. Couldn't catch me lacking on that one. I would have got if I, people would have gotten on me for that eventually. No, uh, Alvin Kamara is the best player on the New Orleans Saints. Michael Thomas has been injured just about the entire season. So Alvin Kamara uh, beat up on the Packers, but they unfortunately did not win. But they're still sitting at 5-2. and two. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are next. They're also at 5-2. and two. They're tied with the Saints. Um, and the best player on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Candidates are Tom Brady. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Levante David. Um, and the final total, or the final uh, decision being made is between yeah, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Tom Brady because their offense has been really good this year. The defense has been top five in the NFL as well. 
Brady's got an amazing cast of weapons down there in Tampa in Tampa Bay. Um but I do believe I'm gonna finish looking up some stats here. And just confirming a few stats here. The most valuable player of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is Tom Brady. Um, I don't think he's that great anymore, if I'm being completely honest. Um, they just signed Antonio Brown. They've got Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. They've got Gronkowski, Evans, Godwin. Uh, they've got a top five defense in the NFL. But considering I, I can't really justify picking Chris Godwin knowing that he has 25 catches, 279 yards, and two touchdowns in the entire season. He's only played four games this year. Uh, then you've got Mike Evans, who's got 25 catches, 318 yards, and six touchdowns in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. So he's played about every game this season for them. But it's Tom Brady, and I don't think that surprises anybody. He's the quarterback. But I guess I, I don't I really know where else I was going to go with that. You have the Carolina Panthers. Most valuable player for the Carolina Panthers. You've got Mike Davis, Robbie Anderson, and Teddy Bridgewater. Now, Robbie Anderson is having you know quite an impressive season so far. If I uh, do say so myself, Robbie Anderson here. Um... Robbie Anderson this season has 51 catches for 688 yards and just one touchdown. I don't know how this guy only has one touchdown. But it's 51 catches, 688 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, he is the Carolina Panthers' number one receiver right now. And then you have Mike Davis. He's got 84 catches for 350 yards and two touchdowns. And then you've got... We've got Teddy Bridgewater confirming a stat. 2,176 yards, nine touchdowns, six interceptions. Most valuable player, the Carolina Panthers, is Robbie Anderson. The dude only has one touchdown pass the entire year, but Teddy Bridgewater only has nine touchdown passes. Nine. You've got DJ Moore as well for the Panthers, but I, I think Robbie Anderson's really clearly the number one guy here. So obviously when Christian McCaffrey comes back, he'll be their most valuable player, but that's that's for a different time. Then you have the Atlanta Falcons. Dead last in the division. They have had major, major woes this year with blowing leads. And it's become a meme with them. Um, your finalists are Matt Ryan and, and, and Matt Ryan, and, and that's about it. Julio Jones has missed a couple games this season. He's come back to form. Calvin Ridley had a ridiculous start to the season, got shut down completely by the Packers, and now is injured. So Matt Ryan is the, I believe he is still the NFL's passing leader. I could be wrong, but... Before this coming week, he was the NFL's passing leader, so I'm going to stick with it. 
Patrick Mahomes had a phenomenal day. Russell Wilson, another amazing day. So one of those guys could have passed him. But Matt Ryan did pick up the win. But I'm going to go with Matt Ryan. Then you've got the finalists. Robbie Anderson, Matt Ryan, Alvin Kamara, Tom Brady. Your winner for the most valuable player in the NFC South division is Alvin Kamara. That may come as a massive shock, but Alvin Kamara is the best player on the best team in the division. Now, I guess you could say the same thing about Tom Brady since they're both 5-2, and two, but I think what Kamara's value is way higher than Brady's value because I think Winston would be in the same spot if he was a Buccaneer. I mean, you, you, I mean, yes, I know this is basically the same team from last year, but they did add Gronkowski and they did add Leonard Fournette and LaShawn McCoy. So I think if you add those guys to their team, especially with Jameis Winston getting his eye surgery, um, which I do think is a bigger deal than people think, I think he'd be in a similar situation with the Buccaneers. I, I, I do still think he could have beaten Green Bay. So I think any quarterback could have beaten Green Bay with the way their defense is playing. So I, I stand by my, my, um, my decision with uh, Alvin Kamara. The dude this year has been an absolute beast. 87 carries, 431 rushing yards, and four touchdowns. That's, that's just running the ball. That's not even his receiving yards. Um, can I, give me a second. I'm going to try to look at, I'm going to try to look at Kamara's receiving stats. He's got, holy cow. I'm going to have to do the math, but it's a lot. Oh, wait, is it going to tell me here? 431 yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, so the dude's got 431 yards and four touchdowns on 87 carries. Uh, And he's also got... 66 targets, 55 catches for 556 yards and three touchdowns. So he's been used more as a receiver than a running back. So he's got about 1,000 total yards, roughly. About 1,000 total yards. Yeah, 989 total yards and seven total touchdowns. So he'll have about 2,000 yards and, what is that, 2,000 yards and 14 touchdowns on the season or something like that, which, hey, I, I mean, I, I, I stick, I stick with everything. I, I stick with what I said about Kamara being the best player in that division. Anyway, we move on to the NFC South division, or not the South division, NFC West division. You've got the Rams, the 49ers, uh, the uh, the Seahawks and the Cardinals. This is a little bit of a tighter division. Seahawks are six and one. The Cardinals are five and two. The Rams are five and three, and the 49ers are four and four. So, Seattle Seahawks, starting with it, 
Their MVP is Russell Wilson. I, I'm not even going to... Their defense has been really banged up this year. They haven't had any pass rushing. Chris Carson has had his issues this year. Uh, DK Metcalf is the second runner-up, but Russell Wilson is throwing the ball to DK Metcalf. So, yeah. It's Russell Wilson. Arizona Cardinals, best player on their team right now, Kyler Murray. Again, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is playing super well for them. I think he's a close second, but again, Murray's the one throwing him the ball. Murray's been really good this year. Um, and then there's Patrick Peterson as well. Patrick Peterson's doing Patrick Peterson things. Um, they beat the Seahawks. So, you know, they're only a game back of them right now. The Rams are 5-3, and three, and their best player is Aaron Donald. Again, not a surprise. He's one of the leading pass rushers. I would say Jared Goff, but Jared Goff just had about four turnovers the last game, so that pretty much automatically kicks him out of that. And then the 49ers' best player this season has been whoever hasn't been injured for the week. Uh, Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jr. are both severely hurt. Uh, Garoppolo's been hurt this year. Kittle's been hurt this year. Debo Samuel's been injured. Richard Sherman is now injured. D. Ford is hurt. Nick Bosa is hurt. I mean, this is ridiculous. I don't even know who their best player is, if I'm being completely honest with you. I would probably say George Kittle, even though he's played very few games. I, I think it's George Kittle. Um, if everybody was healthy, it probably would be him anyway, or Nick Bosa, but we're going with George Kittle. So, your finalists are Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Aaron Donald, and George Kittle, and the winner is Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is the best player, the best player in that division. Uh, it's close with him and Aaron Donald, but considering Russell Wilson plays quarterback, um, and he's probably the best at doing that. Uh, I would say he's the best player in that. We will move on to the NFC East, which is just a complete mess. Eagles are three, four, and one. The Washington Reds, uh, excuse me, the Washington Football Team is two and five. The Cowboys are two and six, and the Giants are one and six. Uh, the Eagles' best player this season has been—I have no idea. Um, th- this whole division is garbage. Uh, you've got Carson Wentz, you've got Miles Sanders, uh, and you've got whoever plays defense for them. I'm being completely honest, I've not watched a single Eagles game this entire season. Just because they're not very good. I haven't watched a lot of these division games. I, I mean, usually I'll watch the Cowboys a lot. I'm like, I hate, I hate the Cowboys. I'll watch them a lot because they're in primetime games. Now, I, I think the best player for the Eagles this year... I mean, I'm going to do a quick fact check between Miles Sanders and um, Carson Wentz, but I don't know. Miles Sanders' stats for the season. Let's look here. 71 attempts, 434 yards, and three touchdowns. Now is that, can I get like receiving too? Or receiving... Yeah, he's not even at 100 yards receiving this year. So, yeah, 36 and 30 is 66. 
85, 97, yeah, 91 total yards. Yeah, that's not exactly fantastic. He's got about he's got about 525 total yards. Um 520 total yards and three touchdowns, which isn't overly fantastic. Um and a quick fact check for him is Carson Wentz has 1883 Yards, 12 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. Are you kidding me? This is probably why I haven't watched the Eagles, because Carson Wentz has been horrible this year. 12 touchdowns and 12 interceptions, 1,883 yards in the season. If this continues, he will throw 3,766 yards, uh, 24 touchdowns, and 24 interceptions. Really? Yeah, no, he's not their best. I, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know who's the best player. Um, the Eagles are a, a wash. They're not good uh, at all. And they're the best team in that division. And I don't know who the best player is. I mean, completely honest, I have absolutely no idea. I could go with Travis Fulgham, but he's only been good the last two or three games. So I, I don't exactly feel super fantastic about picking him either. Washington football team... Their team hasn't been very good either. I haven't watched a single... I have watched very, very few Washington football games this season. (sighs) The Washington football team's best player... Well, Dwayne Haskins got hurt. Uh, I would probably say Antonio Gibson. Or Terry McLaurin, I guess. Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson. Uh, I'll do a quick... Fact check on that's his name, right? Yeah, Antonio Gibson. I had to make sure I got the name right. Antonio Gibson. His stats for this season. About 84 carries, 371 yards, and four touchdowns. I, I don't know what his receiving stats are, which I will look at. Uh receiving stats. He's got, looks like, quick maths, 4 and 5 is 9, 4 is 13, 3 is 16 catches for about 140 yards and no touchdowns, and 371 yards and 4 touchdowns rushing. Huh, that's not bad. Let's look at Terry McLaurin's stats. Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin stats, 43 catches, 577 yards, and two touchdowns. Terry McLaurin, MVP of the Washington Redskins. Which I don't think was a too terribly a surprise to anybody. He's battled through multiple quarterbacks this season, and he's on track for 86 catches, 1,544 yards, and four touchdowns, which I'm assuming he's going to end up with more than four touchdowns. I, I hope he has more than four touchdowns. I think he'll have about six or seven. On the season, in fact, I hope he gets more closer to ten, but he'd have to get one a week until then, and I highly doubt it's going to happen. But he's really good, so I think I I'm pretty confident in saying that Terry McLaurin is the best player for them, the Dallas Cowboys. MVP of the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott. I know he's just snapped his ankle in half horribly. He was having a great year. A, a great year. Um, so I think it's down between him and Zeke. 
Uh, and I know they've both been playing like maniacs this season. Uh, he has, in the five games he played, 1,856 yards and nine touchdowns, four interceptions. Yeah, the four interceptions is kind of ugly, but it's okay. I, I still think I'd pick him over Zeke, but, I mean, I could be wrong. I'll, I'll check the stats on uh, Zeke. Zeke's stats are 132 carries for 521 yards and 5 touchdowns. Yeah, I think I'd still go with his, um, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, MVP for the Dallas Cowboys. Then you have the team in last place, the 1-6 New York Giants. And Saquon Barkley has been hurt this year. Uh, they don't have a whole lot out of their talent. Their MVP is Daniel Jones. Yeah, I, I I don't think I'd ever say thought I'd ever say that as an MVP for anything, but I think it's Daniel Jones. I mean, he's playing really well against the Buccaneers right now. The Buccaneers are playing the Giants right now, but he had a really nice toss to Deion Lewis earlier in the game. I saw that highlight. That was pretty cool. But you've got the final players left for. Every team, the Eagles don't have the best player. Washington, Terry McLaurin, Dak Prescott, and Daniel Jones. And your winner is, only by default, Terry McLaurin. Because he is the only player still healthy. Yeah. I, I think Dak Prescott, he's injured and he's going to be out the rest of the season. So Terry McLaurin is, is the best player in that division. Which is really sad. But he's the best player in their division. So now, if you go division by division, you have Aaron Rodgers, Alvin Kamara, Terry McLaurin, and who did I pick for that? Russell Wilson. So Wilson, Rodgers, Kamara, and Terry McLaurin. We're going to have to go one, two, three, four. Four, Terry McLaurin. Three, Aaron Rodgers. Two, Alvin Kamara, and one, Russell Wilson. I'm a Packer fan, so, so that so that 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 pains me. But I, I'm gonna look on a quick Rogers check for Rod Aaron Rodgers stats. But if he's got if he's got less than like 1600 yards pass, like less than like 1700 yards passing and 10 touchdowns, I think I'm gonna go with. I think he has more than that. Uh, Rogers so far this season has 1948 yards, 20 touchdowns, and two interceptions, and a quarterback pass rating of 113. Yeah, uh, I changed my mind. Alvin Kamara is third, uh, Rodgers is second, and Russell Wilson is first. I, I'm pretty sure Russell Wilson has not had a bad game this year, um, and I think he's going to blow even Rodgers' stats out of the water. Yeah. 2,151 yards, 26 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, 121 passer rating. I think if the Packers would have been able to take care of business in, this last week and they would have beaten the Vikings, I think I can make an argument for Rodgers as the best player. But I think Russell Wilson, because of the fact that his team has only lost one game, and that was to the Arizona Cardinals, yes, he threw three interceptions in a game. He also threw for 388 yards and three touchdowns. So he has not had a game this season where he has thrown zero touchdowns. Rodgers had a game where he threw zero touchdowns. So I feel like that automatically eliminates you from possible MVP discussion. But Rodgers is, you know... 1,948 yards, 20, t 20 touchdowns, 2 interceptions. So, 
at the end of this year, he's going to be staring at 4,000 yards, 40 touchdowns, 4 picks, and a 113 passer rating. And I guarantee you, I, I guarantee you, he'll have more than 4,000 yards this year. He has that 160-yard passing day against the Buccaneers. Uh, and, and that's not going to happen for the rest of this season. My prediction for Rodgers is 4,000 is 4,200 yards, 39 touchdowns, and two interceptions. That's right. I don't think he's going to throw another pick the rest of the season. He had one where he just misread it, and another one was Adam's fault. But we're, I'm used to watching Rodgers throw tipped interceptions that weren't his fault. But that concludes it. Um... In terms of the players and the MVPs of the players, we have about two minutes. I have about between two and four minutes left. Um, we have uh, the best teams from each division. So you have the Packers are top of their division, the Saints, the Seahawks, and the Eagles. And I think the Seahawks are the best team in the NFC. I think if the Packers at the trade deadline get a guy like Quinnen Williams. Uh, J.J. Watt, Will, F- you know, somebody, like, if they do, like, a Texans, like, deal where they get rid of, like, they probably have to get rid of either Kevin King or uh, Valdez Scantling, which I'm assuming Kevin King has no trade value because the guy's never playing on the field. He's always hurt. So you probably would have to trade Fuller and, like, a second-round pick and then a second and probably a fourth, and then I think you could pick Fuller and Watt. There's probably some other shuffling you'd have to do with like salary caps and you'd have to give them money and i am not the gm so i don't know how that works but you probably have to make the salaries match if it's anything like basketball but i think the the seahawks signed damon harrison and carlos dunlap to their active roster now so they've got something but the packers haven't done anything and, and that could be a whole nother episode just based on how the packers have not treated rogers well I'm over near the half-hour mark. I think I've made every point I've wanted to make. I mean, those are my takes for the best players and the best teams in the NFC. Again, your MVP of the uh, National Football Conference is Russell Wilson, and my prediction is he will win the MVP this season. Um, I think he will end with 4,450 yards. Uh, 48 touchdowns and nine interceptions and a quarterback rating of 116. And that's my prediction. And I hope I'm right. And this is Jonathan Hart from American Dream Sports uh, signing off on another episode. Uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. This is the first NFL episode I have done. Uh, God bless you and have a good night.